Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. What's good, everyone? Welcome to another NCAA March Madness Tournament Bracket of Winning Picks Weekly, our second annual. Joined by my my co-host, my buddy, my pal from the Jets episodes, Greg Albert. What up, Greg? What's up, John? I'm happy to be here again. Another gambling episode and one of the best times of the year, March Madness. The first weekend's coming up. We have to prepare. We have to get ready. We have to get a couple brackets in front of us. So we brought our good friend Chip Murphy in to talk all thing college, including college basketball. We had a great time last year going over everything. I think we're going to have a great time this year going over everything, too. Yeah, absolutely. So you introduced him. We'll give him a little nice little formal introduction. You all know him if you're listening to any of our Winning Picks Weekly episodes. What up, Chip? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me back. I'm so pumped. This is my favorite sports month, sports time of the year, March Madness. It's it's the, be- the best postseason, whether you like college basketball the best or and whether you're one of those NBA is better people or college basketball isn't that great. March Madness is the best postseason in any sport, yes. in my opinion. This is this is the best. And I love betting. I love watching all the games. It's fantastic. Like, I'm so excited about it today. I said to my brother, we're recording this on Monday when there's yep. no games. I said to my brother, like, the games start tonight. And he's like, it's Monday. What are you talking <laughs> about? I thought it was, I thought the games were tonight. Like, I had no idea. I, compl- I was so excited to watch them. I completely forgot. It's like, uh, all right, whatever. I guess is there, I don't even know if there's NIT going on right now, but uh, um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think that starts yet either, but. NIT is no, no, interesting. No NIT is going to be an interesting. I wish UNC was in it. But since I mentioned UNC, and maybe I lobbed myself up for this, and Chip, you're really excited right now. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you down a couple notches. This is the mm. kind of guy I am. What's going on with Rutgers, man? Ah. Uh, <laughs> they, they got hosed, man. They got, <laughs> they, screwed. they got completely screwed. That's what's going on with Rutgers. Yeah. They should have been in. Like, I, we, you guys brought up Mark Titus earlier on the show or before we came on. Sorry. And he like made the best point about it. He was like, why do we even have the net rating system? If a team like Rutgers, who is far ahead of some of these other teams that got in like NC state, they're like 20 spots ahead of NC state on the net rating. So why did N- and NC state's not even a first four team. They're like in the sixties in the net rating or something. And they got in. It's crazy. And the, right. look, I'm an ACC, not an ACC fan, but I'm a Duke fan, and I watched the ACC. NCC was okay all year, and they didn't close the year well, and they got crushed by Clemson in the ACC tournament. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> I, I don't know what they were watching here, and it's just weird, man, that 
the way the committee did it, and they basically just changed the rules every year. And you know what? They put the whole damn Big Ten in the tournament. They can't put Rutgers in, too? Like, just throw them in there. God. All right, so first official bet of the Winning Picks Weekly podcast, NCAA March Madness Tournament Edition, Rutgers plus 750 to win the NIT. Who's with me? I love that. 100%. (laughs) Let's go. Chip was talking about NC State and Clemson a little bit. I was watching for the first time this year. I was really honed in on the conference tournament plays. So I think Mm. NC State played, I forget who they played before Clemson. Yeah, I don't remember. But they killed whoever they played. Yeah, someone bad, right? I was like, all right, NC State, let's look at what their future is. I got them plus 15,000 to win it all. Oh, no. Threw a little bet in on them. Then they got absolutely smoked by Clemson. I was like, all right, this Clemson team looks pretty good. What are their odds? They're plus 30,000. So I threw a little bet in on them. They didn't even make the tournament. I think that's just a loss. I think I just lost that bet already. The tournament hasn't even started yet. They just don't care about basketball at Clemson, man. They're going to be... They're going to be mediocre forever and keep the same coach and keep being mediocre. They yeah. just don't care about basketball there, man. Football school for sure. Yep. All the way. That's actually really funny. I, so the team uh, was Virginia Tech. Yes. That oh, they yeah. played. And you don't have to worry about them. They're not in the tournament. Yep. So, so let's jump right into the tournament. We're going to have a little bit of a different format this year. We're not going to go through every single game and then try to make up what <laughs> we're going to do. We're going to try to keep it a little, uh, a little more concise. We're going to start, we're going to have a couple segments here. We're going to have some first round upsets. We're going to have four picks each that we like. We're going to have some final four teams. And of course, we're going to have the champion, right? So a little more concise, but kind of a little bit more honed in. It's inevitable that we're going to start talking about random games that we like that I'm scared to take or I was just so intrigued by. But Greg, I want you to start us off here. We have. You and Chip, I, uh, uh, the truth is I, I have the sheet of what you guys have, at least for the, fir- for the first round upsets. And yep. you two pre-recording were talking, you're really excited about one specific team. I want to hear about that. Tell me about VCU, Greg, and tell me why you and Chip absolutely love VCU because I, I feel like I'm one of those casuals that Chip was talking about earlier in his intro. <laughs> I'm the NBA guy. <laughs> I obviously haven't missed the Knicks game. I went to LA for both Knicks games. I have almost every single Knicks game at the end of the home game at the end of the season. I'm ready for the playoffs. I'm watching League Pass. I like Duke. I, you know, shout out, probably a little bit biased there, but I like Duke. And it's the playoffs. It's the best playoffs, like you said, Greg. So I'm the casual. I'm like the fan right now listening. Tell me why I should take VCU, guys. Yeah, Chip, why don't you start us off? I think we talked a little bit pre-show, but I want to hear your thoughts on VCU versus St. Mary's in the first-round matchup. Sure. First of all, I shouldn't have made it sound, though, like I don't like the NBA. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) make it sound like that. Like I don't love the Knicks or anything. But no, 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 v- no. I understand. I'm just saying I have, I have an obsession with the NBA. You, you, oh, you yeah, could, like, tail off back and forth. Like, I was just watching... The Pistons blow out the Pacers. <laughs> Before we oh, got yeah, on. I, can't that, <laughs> I was yeah. having fun with that. And they have yeah. 313 in the middle of their court. Shout out to Eminem. Yeah. But like anyway, I loved ahead. watching, <laughs> I loved watching Joker play the Nets last night. Like that stuff I love. Obviously <laughs> that's just amazing basketball. I love that. But about VCU, I love their defense. Like when these mid majors come into the tournament. Yeah. I, we all, 
everybody gets caught up and obsessed with like the mid majors that have the the fast paced teams that shoot a bunch of threes, and they always lose, dude. <laughs> they always <laughs> lose because they shoot all these threes against lousy competition all year long. And you know VCU has locked down teams all year long. They force a lot of turnovers. That's something I like. Like, and I know I'm a sucker. Look, I'm a total sucker for Ken Palm. Sure. And they have the four factor system. And VCU is six in an opponent's turnover percentage. They force a ton of turnovers. And they're 32nd in opponent's uh, effective field goal percentage. This is in the nation, by the way. And they're ninth in uh, free throw attempts per field goal attempts per game. Sorry, Jesus. I always get that one wrong. That means they get to the line a lot. They force a lot of turnovers for the other team. And they defend really well. Uh, they force the other team to shoot poorly. And they're, what are they... 34th in opponents two point percentage and 81st in opponents three point percentage. Um, they played, they're out of conference. They played Arizona State. Uh, they lost by four. Uh, Memphis at Memphis. They got beat up pretty bad. They lost by 15. Um, they, they're red hot, by the way. That's another thing I like about them. They've won eight in a row. Yeah, after we were talking about they won the A10. They won, they're coming in on an eight game win streak. That's another thing to like about them. I know the last look, I know it was Gonzaga, but I mean, they did get smoked. St. Mary's we're talking about now. I also I hate I hate these teams that play uber slow. And I know uh Gonzaga's got I know St. Mary's has a great defense too, and that's their thing, their system. Uh they have I think they have top ten defense in the country. But they play that it's the reason I hate Virginia. They're right down there with Virginia in terms of how slow they play on their offense. And I can't take that. Like, I don't buy that to be successful in the tournament when you're at that level. Like, Virginia is an ACC team with ACC talent. I don't buy St. Mary's. I, I, I like the upset here. I like VC, I like what I saw from VCU in the A10 tournament. I think that maybe it's, you can call it East Coast bias if you want. I just I watched VCU this year, and I think they're going to be really, really good. So you like the money line, not just the four and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the four and a half. I'm also going to sprinkle some on the money line. I like that. And maybe like consider like you know, uh, FanDuel has the Sweet Sixteen bets, and maybe consider some VCU Sweet Sixteen because. Wouldn't be surprised if they pulled off the upset against UConn either. And we can talk about that. I don't know if we'll talk about the UConn-Iona matchup later, but... We will. We will for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, VCU yes. plus 600 to make the Sweet 16 right now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, for me, it was, to Chip's point, the defense. I think when you look at some of these smaller schools, you want a team that is really good at one thing because chances are they're not going to be good at both offense and defense. I prefer defense over offense to Chip's point. I think defense travels. I think defense scales better against better competition where offense might not when you get these bigger, stronger, faster opponents. Um, And it's the free throws. I went back and listened to our episodes from last year. And after the first round, I think going into the Sweet 16, we did a little recap about things we have to remember for next year. And one of the things that I pointed out was I was talking about like free throw teams that shoot, shoot a lot of free throws. And to Chip's point, VCU shoots a lot of free throws. 
I like that. I like. I think they're going to get to the line. It's not only gives them more attempts, gives them a chance to score more points. It also gets St. Mary's in a little bit of foul trouble. They might not be the deepest team in the you know that they're going to run into. So if you get a couple of their key guys in foul trouble, it could be a little bit of a harder thing for St. Mary's to put a solid effort for you know both halves together. Um, the other thing too is a twelve versus five. I mean, maybe it's trendy, maybe it's not true, but people <laughs> like to pick twelves over fives. I like a lot of the 12 versus five matchups throughout the tournament, but I think VCU plus four and a half, definitely a little bit on the money line. I haven't looked at the sweet to make the sweet 16 yet, but plus 600 is not the craziest bet on the board. So I definitely think they, they're going to give uh, St. Mary's a run for their money in the first round for sure. All right. I, I like that. And I'm going to piggyback off that a little bit because one of my first round upsets is directly related to what you just said about our notes at the end of last year and what we learned. And one of the things we learned are the teams that make it all the way through that either win their conference or make it all the way to the end. Yep. They tend to do bad. Yep. One of those teams for me. What's up? Remember, Iowa won the Big Ten last year. Iowa. Yep. Mm -hmm. Who won the ACC? Was it Duke? No, I don't think so. Last yeah, they did. They, no. yeah, they beat UNC. No, wasn't that wasn't that in the ACC finals? Oh, yeah, maybe um, it, it was. Jesus, I forget all that. Yeah, I forget. I'm pretty sure it North was. North Carolina beat Duke at Duke, but that wasn't the tournament. So yeah, yeah. Duke might have won in the tournament. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. You guys can fact check me, but because of that, I have to go against Memphis and my boy Penny Hardaway. He mm. had a great. He had a great conference. And I've been watching a little bit of FAU. I I I, I kind of got into them towards the end, of course. I've been a casual, but FAU has been pretty nice. I'm mostly the, the honest truth is I'm mostly basing this off of the fact that Memphis had this incredible run. But do you guys have any thoughts on FAU? I'm just, just curious. They're being wildly underrated. I mean, 31 wins is 31 wins, and I'm seeing so much Memphis love. Like, dude, 31 wins. Yeah. And I get a lot of it is because they just beat Houston. And yeah, that's, that's the whole, really that's the, that's that the whole thing. That. That's the whole yeah. thing. They look pretty and they're only one and a half. They're only, they're only, they're only minus one and a half. They just beat Houston, which one of the perennial favorites to win the whole damn thing playing. We're talking about Florida Atlantic and they're minus one and a half and all of the money. Oh, wow. 50 50 of the money on Memphis, but the percentage of bets 63% on Memphis. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, again, like I'm Jim's not taking point, Memphis. Yeah, I'm taking oh, FAU. I'm taking yeah, FAU. I defer to Ken Palm on a lot of stuff. Ken Palm's got them top 35, both offense and defense. They look great in the conference tournament. They look great to the end of the season. Uh, you know, eight versus nine. I think that's a coin flip to me. You know, if you want to take Florida Atlantic, I like Florida Atlantic there. I think they might have a chance against Purdue. I think Memphis probably has a better chance at Purdue just because of the style of defense that they play a little bit. But, what team's bigger? I got to look at what team's bigger, right? Yeah, I just think I think Memphis just presses a lot more than Florida Atlantic on defense. So I think that can throw Purdue off a little bit and give Purdue some trouble because you don't get a chance to get it down to Edie in the paint because your guards have to handle the ball so much. So I think that's one way of slowing them down. But to your point, John, 31 and three, I get that it's what is it, Conference USA that they play in. I get that it's not, you know, a Power Five conference, but you still stepped on the floor. 31 times and beat the other team that you were playing that day. So 
yeah, I don't hate that. Like I said, I don't, <laughs> I'm interested in what the spread's going to be in the next round. Cause if it's a big spread, 15, 14 points, whether it's Florida Atlantic or Memphis coming out of that eight versus nine matchup, I like them against Purdue for sure to cover in the next round. That's an excellent point, Greg, because if it's about the conference and you're downplaying the conference, then why is it minus one and a half? They just beat Houston. Yeah. So, so something's up. Uh, uh, this is, this screams to me FAU. I'm riding with it. I'm telling you guys with VCU, I'm riding with FAU. To, and so far, the first and second picks, not Ruck, outside of Rutgers plus 750 to win the NIT are directly <laughs> off our nose <laughs> from last year. So hopefully these are winning bets because we learned something. All right. Because otherwise, <laughs> next year we're going to have to make the pick of what we learned and then fade ourselves. So yeah. <laughs> we're going we're to figure it out. This season, Chip, give me another game in the first round that an upset that you're excited about. An upset, I am very excited about Providence beating Kentucky. Let's go. I have that okay. too. Yeah, let's yeah. go. I know, I know already from Greg's face, he's not in on that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> and he's one of the many Kentucky. Why? What do you believe in, Greg? Did you see them last yeah. year? They're gonna repeat, bro. I did. I saw them last year. I saw them this year, though. I think they. <laughs> I think they battled a little bit. I think they're a little bit more put together. I don't think Calipari has two bad showings in the tournament back to back. He's watched. I think there's a lot. He's watched, of, Greg. There's a lot of narratives out there. Calipari, he, you know, he's he overrated. To it. He's on the hot seat. This and that. There's the. the he is the, on the hot seat. The storyline of the kid that left the program and now he's in Providence, that he's going to come <laughs> back. It's a revenge game. It's a revenge game for them too, man. Calipari is not going to let this storyline go about this kid leaving and then coming back and beating them the first round of the tournament. It's just not going to happen. He let them lose to St. Peter's last year. <laughs> this St. Peter's caught everyone by surprise. Yeah, that's true. Calipari. They were nasty I, don't, last I just don't think Providence is catching anyone by surprise. I could be wrong, but we'll see. Now, what do you guys like about Providence? isn't though? catching them by yeah, they're definitely not catching anyone by surprise. I think people are aware of Providence for sure. No, for sure. Plus three and a uh, half. Yeah. Oh, did it go down spread. to three and a half? I thought it was mm-hmm. four. Yeah, three and a half. Um, no, I'm definitely taking the spread too and the money line, but I'm picking Providence to win. I, again, I just think Kentucky is wildly overrated. We were talking before about how so many people were on Kentucky. So many people were betting Kentucky. Like, it's like you haven't watched this team all year and you're just looking at the name Kentucky. This happens. This happened last year with uh, teams we were talking about. Like, people just look at the name Kentucky and they put a bunch of money on them. And it's like, okay, but I mean, John Calipari even said himself, we're good enough to beat anybody, but we can also lose to anybody. And when you hear a coach say that, you think, okay, you could easily lose to a team like Providence that's very well coached. Um, I know Providence is not as good as they were last year, but I think they're good enough to beat Kentucky. For sure. I mean, it's definitely, you know, John, you just said it's three and a half for a reason. Like, people aren't completely sold. Uh, There's some money going on Providence. But I don't know. There's also a lot of people saying they think Kentucky can make, like, a deep run. I feel like I mean, we say that every year. I feel like that's year. always a narrative, though. That's always yeah, a that's narrative. Yeah, that's always they a narrative. When Kentucky run. is like an eight seed. People are like, oh, they're going to beat the one. You don't want to see Kentucky as an eight. Like, come on. Yeah. How long are we going to do this? Like, how long are we going to do this for? I don't know, Calipari man. UNC didn't even Calipari's, make the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, that, UNC is a national championship last year. 
That's Cal what Park's I'm saying. A, Cal Park is a gym coach. Get him out of there. Oh. Yeah, I will say this. Kentucky <laughs> and Providence, both in the top 20 on offense, according to Ken Palm, both in that 100 to 110 rating on defense. So similar styles, it looks like, according to Ken Palm and his statistics. Kentucky luck rating. I don't know what you guys think about the luck score there. 232 on the lower luck, unluckiest teams in the tournament. I think they had some injury issues. I think they got guys back. I don't know. I, three and a half scares me for sure. If you're talking about a matchup, what are the numbers here? Province is an 11. Six versus 11, seeing a three point spread, four point spread. That's definitely scary for sure. It's definitely has upset written on it. I don't know. We'll see. I, I think Kentucky holds it out, but especially because they're a real, they're a real name. You know what I mean? It, it kind of goes back and forth. Like obviously the bets are going to come towards Kentucky, no matter sure. who they were going to play. And the fact that it's such a small number, it, it does, it does freak me out and it does make me want to take Providence, which I am taking as one of my upsets because that's exactly what this tournament needs. I've been a casual. I'll admit it. But this year it feels like. Yeah, sure. We have the the, the, the quasi juggernauts in Bama, you know, maybe you want to say Texas and Houston, Arizona, like those teams were kind of like the, the top heads, but I don't trust any of them. Like literally yeah. one of them lost to Memphis. I think Memphis is going to lose in the first round. You know what I mean? I, I don't trust any of these teams. So this is a, a perfect scenario for Kentucky, for the UNC to not make it after being the champion and consensus number one preseason for Duke to come out of the ashes and maybe do something, we'll talk about them. For Kentucky to lose in the first round, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just kind of I'm, I'm feeling this year is going to be the really really wacky year. I'm kind of wondering if that means something good for Gonzaga. You, I know you mentioned them, Chip, uh, but we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that at a different time. Greg, give me another game where you have a first round upset in. Yeah, I talked about the West already. Let's go to the Midwest. I like Penn State. I think they're a ten seed. I think that's a little bit. I don't know, low, high, whatever you think. I think they're a little bit better than a 10 seed because Texas A&M, I think it's a little bit better than a seven seed. Both these teams, it looks like are, you know, kind of a slower offense, lower tempo offense. Penn State can shoot. Penn State had a really good Big Ten tournament. I know it's a Big Ten team. I know it doesn't mean so much in the big tournament um, because Big Ten does not show up in, in the March Madness, but we'll see how this goes. I like Penn State. I think again, it's a three, four point spread, something like that. Um, I like them winning outright against Texas A&M. I think they're hot. I think they played Purdue pretty tough um, in the Big Ten tournament. I like Penn State here. I think they, if they shoot well, they can compete with anyone in this. I, once you get to the Sweet Sixteen, it changes a little bit. But Texas A&M, right off the bat, I think people are already just penciling at Texas A&M versus Texas. Oh, that's going to be such a great game. Oh, it's going to be such a matchup. <laughs> I think, you know, like you said, it's going to be a wacky year. It's going to be a weird, year, a weird year. I think when you start penciling stuff in, I think stuff goes wrong. So Penn <laughs> State here as an upset in the first round, 10 over a 7. Not bad. You always need a 10-7. Chip, what do you think about that? I'm not falling for the Big Ten in the tournament again. Because oh. I jinxed myself. I jinxed myself. I love Penn State in the Big Ten tournament, and I rode them the whole way. I bet, and they covered. I think in every game. Yeah, but that's exactly what happened with me in <laughs> Iowa last year. I bet them yes. in every game, and they cashed out for me when they won. And then I bet them to go deep. I think I bet them to go in the Final Four uh, last <laughs> year. I'm not falling for it again. 
Yeah, like I think Penn I love Penn State's coach, Shrewsbury. I I think they're a really good team, but I'm not falling for it. Texas A and M looked really good in the SEC tournament too. So Yeah, they did. The one yeah. thing I will say, I was I was looking to see. I was I was hoping some people were gonna I was looking for a buzzword because in that episode we did recapping things to remember we talked about Big Ten just not showing up in the tournament. The thing that I was looking for, and Iowa was the front runner of that next year. People are saying there was the best Iowa team they've ever seen. I haven't heard that. I don't know if you guys have heard yeah. that about any teams. Is this the best blah, blah, blah team? Is this the best UConn team you've this ever seen? This Iowa team is the best no, team? No, that's what they were saying last year about Iowa. Oh, yeah. So I was saying like, that's like a warning. Like If you hear someone say this is the best blah, 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 St. Mary's team that's ever been put together, stay away from that team. I don't know if I've heard that yet from people. When I During was the listening year. to podcasts yeah. and watching teams, you just yesterday and today, just I don't know if I've heard anyone say this is the best Texas team that Texas has ever put together. I hope they would say that. Yeah. But although Kevin Durant's team was crap. Yeah. Was but, uh, but also, year. too, this is to John's point, it's been a weird year. There hasn't been a rock solid team all year long that's looked really good or a few of them. Usually there's like a handful of teams, five teams that look really good. Teams have. Obviously, if you haven't been watching, you're here just for the tournament this year in college basketball. Teams all over the place. Top, you know, number one teams losing every week. Number one teams falling out of the top 25 and coming back into the top 25. It's been a roller coaster year for college basketball. So it's really just Houston and they play in a crap conference. So yeah, they're the only one that really has been. Mm -hmm. I mean, UNC, right? The number one team going into the season is not even in the freaking tournament. So first time ever, right? Yep. So it's been a crazy, crazy year, John. I think you talked about a little bit of madness going on here, breaking up some brackets. I definitely think it's going to happen. So that's why we're looking at these upsets. What else do you guys have for an upset here in the first round? Chip, what do you got as an upset in the first round? Well, I got Drake, the Missouri Valley champion, and I, I'm not sure how much of an upset this is anymore because it's been bet down so far, but it, I got them beating Miami in the Midwest. And Miami's just decimated by injuries. That's part of what it is. So, yeah, I, I just, they're losing their, they have their starting center out who they lost in the ACC champ, the ACC tournament. I got Drake in that one. Like there's not, not much to say. It's just a lot of people are on Drake for a reason. Like I, I think at full strength, Miami would have a chance to make a deep run in this. So tournament. you're fading yes. Miami more than taking Drake. I'm fading Miami. Right, well, Miami, like though, wasn't, I, I mean, I haven't watched the ACC as closely as other people. Wasn't Miami, like, it, their offense is through their guard play, though, right? Like, don't, don't your art, like, how big of a factor is the center for them? I know, obviously, center is important because it's one of the five positions. He's on the court. big defensively. Who's big okay. defensively? Like, once he got hurt, Filipowski just did whatever the hell he wanted. I love him so much. <laughs> I love Filipowski so much. I'm so, I, I, I I'm taking Duke. I don't care if you want to wait to end this episode. I'm taking Duke to win the championship because of my boy Derek Lively and because I need to watch Filipowski. That's it. I need. To, he's he's amazing. I, he's he, if good. he's not a top five pick, I don't know what goes on in the NBA. I, he does everything. He's amazing. I love him so much. I'm so happy you guys mentioned that. I can't. If I hear his <laughs> name, I can't. I can't stop talking about how much I love watching him play basketball. I love him. Greg. Give Obviously. us your last team. I got two more here. I'll do two more quick for you. We'll head down to the West. I like Boise State over Northwestern. Northwestern, second time making the tournament. Um, 
that's been a big storyline. They're 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 supposed to be a defensive team. They're supposed to be really good. I didn't wasn't too impressed with them in their tournament that they had. Boise State, I think, is okay. Uh, it's a close spread again in this game. I think it's like four or five points. Um, I, I think Boise State has a decent offense, if I remember correctly, when I was looking this up earlier. And I, it's really more like you were saying about like Miami kind of fading them. This is more of a fade against Northwestern for me. I don't think they're that great. Boise State, good defense. I'm sorry, 14th in the country, according to Ken Palm, and defense. And again, 75th in offense. Not terrible for one of these teams that you don't hear about all season showing up to the big dance. And you're looking at a team that's 14th in the country in defense. You know, that can hang. Northwestern's a defensive team, too. So I'm interested in what this over-under is going to be. I don't know if it's going to be in the teens, 118 and a half, or if it's going to be in the 120s. Dude, so the spread is plus one and a half Boise State, and the over-under is 127 and a half. I love the under. All right. I absolutely love the under. Put it on my card, sure. baby. Put it on my yeah, card. Yeah, we'll be talking about our favorite picks coming up once we get through these uh these uh, upsets that we like. I like Boise State again, another 10 over a 7 for me. And then finally, my last pick here in the south was Furham that I put in. And I was honestly going back and forth between them against Virginia or Charleston over South Dakota or San Diego State. San Diego State to me just didn't look impressive in their conference play. I think they lost. Did they lose to? I forget who they lost to, but didn't look too impressive. They had a rough first game. They didn't cover. They were like a 10 point spread. It's a very close game. Then they kind of got it going a little bit. So I don't know if that's going to be the same for them in the, the conference tournament, but for me, um, or for the national championship tournament, I'm sorry. But for Furham against Virginia, Virginia still has that defense first mentality, but it's just to me not as impressive as it's been in years past. Obviously, there's still really good defense, but if you get a little lead on Virginia, I think it could be kind of tricky for them to catch up. They don't have an opportunity. They don't have an explosive offense, so can be a little tricky. Furham, 33 in the country on adjusted offense, according to Ken Palm, 180 on defense. So the defense isn't good. But the offense might be enough to get you a six or seven point lead against Virginia. And it might be tough for Virginia to catch up and win this game. We'll see how it goes in the first round. But what's that? Is that another 12 over five? It's a 13 over a four. Yeah, that's a big upset. All right. Yeah. All right. So we kind of have some bleeding games from our upsets into the, the, the picks we like. You have uh, Furman all over the place. Chip also has it as one of the upsets. Chip, why do you like Furman? Uh, shout out to Action Network for all of these, uh, for all of this info, by the way. It's uh, fading Tony Bennett. He's 7 and 13 against the spread since he took over at Virginia in 2009 in the NCAA tournament. So that's why I like Furman. And I'm fading Virginia. They lost uh, Ben Vanderplast to injury. They just didn't look. Like the same team against Duke. Just a fade on Virginia, pretty much. I like right. that. Didn't know I, that. I, I, I hate that. that. I hate that. I hate that. I like Virginia. Oh. I I like I, I, I like the way they play. So if you're fa- if it's because you're oh, fading I hate Virginia. The way they play. I hate the way they play. All right. So one of my picks <laughs> one of my picks for, for, for uh the four that I like where I got FAU, but I also have Virginia under one thirty one and a half. 
that that that's what that's one of the ones I'm taking here. I, I, okay. I yes, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put all my money on on Virginia to score baskets. I'm definitely putting my money on Virginia to stop baskets from being scored and for missing a, a hell of a lot of shots. So I'm gonna stick with the under here. That's gonna make me happy. That's gonna make me quote unquote right about Virginia in my brain. If they, <laughs> if they hit the under, that's all. That's all it is to me. Greg, give me a game that you like here on on the lines. Yeah, I mean, there's a few games that really stood out to me. We talked about Furman. Um, Ken, uh, Kent State, we talked, uh, pre-show a little bit about the Mac because we're, we're Mac fans here on the podcast. Uh, watched that tournament, had Toledo on that against Kent State, and they could just not get a lead in that, in that, that, uh, final game against, uh, Kent State because Kent State was just able to score. It wasn't pretty, but they were able to just get a bucket when they needed to. They were able not really to get a, too much of a stop on defense. I think it was more Toledo just couldn't get the offense going, but Kent State was able to shoot. Kent State was able to score. We'll see how that translates into the tournament. Um, to me, I think it's a pretty good matchup against Indiana. Unfortunately, I like Indiana, but I don't feel like they've played tremendously well, especially in the back half of the season and plus four and a half in these games where I think it could be a coin flip game. Kent State can shoot. I think they're going to keep it close. So yeah, give me the give me the points. Give me four and a half. All right, give me give us your last give us your last game real quick too. Yeah, sure. The last two I have is Creighton minus four and a half. It's the one favorite I have. I just think this is a this is a seeding mismatch. I think I think NC State. We talked about them a little bit. They're not as good as I thought when I, when I watched them beat the crap <laughs> out of Virginia Tech. Um, turns out they got exposed by Clemson. And Clemson's not even in the tournament. I think Creighton's pretty good. I think they have a pretty good offense. So give me Creighton. I thought the spread was just too low. Four and a half. I think that's crazy. And then Utah State's one of those teams that I didn't really watch until the conference tournament play, but they're out on the West Coast, so they're on late. So I honed in on them. I bet them live in their championship game or the semifinal game. They were down kind of early for the first half. They came back strong and ended up winning. So I like Utah State. The thing that stood out to me, I think they're ranked pretty well. And again, one of these two categories, which is what I'm looking for in these kind of teams that, um, 13th in the country on offense, 64th on defense, 18th overall on Ken Palm, 18th overall on Ken Palm. I don't think I've heard Utah State too much. I get that they're, you know, a 10 seed, but still to me, one and a half points or whatever the spread is. I like yeah. them for sure. Okay. On the first round here. All right. Chip. We got you on Furman. We got you on Providence. Give us a, give us your next two real quick here. Louisiana plus 10 and a half against Tennessee. Rick Barnes, two and 13 against the spread since 2009. He's awful. Auburn minus one against Iowa. Uh, fading Iowa. I fuck Iowa. That uh, love Bruce Pearl. So taking Auburn. That's Bruce one of Pearl. my picks. I'm taking Iowa because I don't learn my lesson and I'm going back after last year. I'm taking Iowa minus one and a half. That's one of my, that's. My third pick. All right. <laughs> uh, and Fade Shaka. Uh, Fade Shaka Smart, Vermont, plus 11 and a half. Love that. Uh, all right. All right. I'm, 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 all right. I'm taking Iona plus nine and a half is what it is. I, I, I think it should be closer versus UConn. I love that Iona all year. So that's what I'm going with. And a quick rapid fire. Let's get out of here on this. Greg, give me your final four. Give me your four and give me your champion. And then you up next, Chip. Final four, UConn, Texas, Duke, and Bama. I like the value of Korean if you want to get crazy plus 800, but I'm going with Bama plus 200. Caparlays those for plus 28,000 if you want on FanDuel right now. Give me Texas plus 2,000, win the whole thing. 
a lot of adversity throughout the year. I think they battled strong. I think they played pretty good throughout the year. Give me Texas. All right, Greg. I like it. I like it. What about you, Chip? What do you got for the for the final four here? And who is your champion? My final four, I got Arizona out of the South, Duke out of the East, Texas out of the Midwest, and Kansas out of the West. And I got a Kansas Duke final, and I got Duke winning the whole thing, of course. <laughs> Plus Imagine three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Chip Kansas always going, does Duke winning the whole the whole thing. It's just going back though. They're getting so close to that repeat. But John Shire in his first year, <laughs> yeah, in his year first year he wins the championship. Won. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you have the you have the two improbables. A first coach who's never won. No one's ever repeat. I'm so excited to see what happens. I can't believe John spoiled earlier who he's got winning. John, who are your final four teams? I know, I know. I'm sorry I spoiled it, but dude, I love Lebowski so much. I have to take him. I, have to, I love him. Dude, he was shooting like 90% going into the, the final game. What does that even mean? What does shooting 90% even mean? Is that Mitch Robinson? I don't know. Doing he hasn't shot like that all year. So, I know, dude, it's, it's, he's unbelievable. He's on a tear right now. And my boy, Derek Lively, he's, he's been picking up, uh, as, as the season progresses, dude. His defense I, I, has been great. I love Duke right now. I'm so I usually stay the hell away from them as far away as possible. I'm taking Duke to win the whole thing. But in that same token, Greg, I I, I can't pick somebody like Kansas. I'm I'm totally with you. They, they they can't repeat. They can't come close. I just I can't no, do it. Can't. And this is what I'm gonna pick. And you're probably gonna laugh at me because I'm addicted to this team. Like like Chip is addicted to Duke. I'm addicted to the Zags. This is the Zags year. Like every year, this is the Zags year. This is the Zags year to make it to the final four for me. So I got both of them. And then I'm, I'm going chalk, taking Houston because mm-hmm. I think they're going to flip the switch because of the Memphis loss. And I've been liking Arizona all year long. Arizona is probably the only team that I've been watching consistently all year because I would like tune in at night. When it's on, like nothing else is on at night. There's a college basketball game. I turn it on. I'm like, oh, it's Arizona. Perfect. I love them. Let's see it. They play pretty well. They're fast paced. They're fun to watch. They always disappoint in the NCAA tournament. I'm looking forward to that day. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's not Thursday or, you know, it's not in the first weekend and we get through two rounds here before, uh, we start doing that. But I would really, really love an Arizona Alabama game. I know that's chalk in the South, but. That would be really fun for me. Alabama, Arizona, the two teams all year that they've been talking about being the best, being the best. That game, and the uh, I'm going a little off track here, but the Texas A&M Texas game, if they don't upset for Greg, if that if it doesn't hit for you, and Texas A&M wins, I'm really excited to see Texas versus Texas A&M. I think that's going to be a really really fun game, especially on the first weekend of the tournament. You know what I mean? Like usually yeah. those just like weird games, fun but weird. You know, both teams are just exciting, and they're we never have like rivalries in the first weekend. You know what I mean? That's usually like save for uh, for the end. So that's what I'm going with. A little chalky. Definitely with Duke winning, you know, by name. But they're a fifth seed. I feel like, you know, any other year that's like, oh, you're taking a fifth seed. Oh, you're going, oh, you know, off the beaten yeah, path. Virginia here, but... got a four somehow. And they just won Virginia. That doesn't make sense. I would take Duke 10 out of 10 times versus Virginia no matter the spread. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm with you. All right. Do you guys have anything else to add here? I know we kind of skipped over the... Iona Connecticut game. You want to just throw, you, you guys have a uh, have anything to talk about there, Chip? I know you wanted to mention UConn. 
Well, I know I'm backing Patino in that game. I'm definitely betting Patino. And I think he has a, for sure, has a chance to win because he has the coaching edge by a mile in that one. Danny Hurley always manages to blow games in big spots. Yeah. I, so I, mean, I think, I think Iona can win. Yeah. I think, I think it's, would you say it was nine points, John? Was that one of your, one of your picks? Nine and a half. That you liked? I like that too, man. UConn, I, everyone was on him. I was on him in the Big East uh, tournament. And then I forget who they were playing. I don't know if it was Marquette that ended up, they they lost to or someone else, but. No, not Xavier, I think, right? Is it Xavier? Whoever they were playing, they just couldn't score. In the last four minutes of the game, they could not put the ball in the basket. They could not draw something <laughs> up. They could not their get it late done. Game, their late game execution is abysmal. It's so it's, bad. And to your point, you know, I don't know if it's Hurley who can't draw it up, if it's the players that haven't been coached <laughs> right all season that can't get it done. I don't know what it is, but that that was a major red flag for me. So I'm battle, I'm backing them again um to make it to make this run because I think Hurley can get it done. I think UConn, they're one of those teams that were you know highly ranked and then number one and then lost and then fell out of the top twenty five. Now they're back in the top twenty five. I don't know. We'll see. But I like nine and a half points, a lot of points in the first round for uh, Rick Patino back team. So we'll see. I know UConn's, UConn's like a Ken Palm darling. Like my brother likes UConn because yeah. they're like high in the, the Ken Palm rankings and everything. I just don't, I don't know, man. They find a way to lose games. They find ways <laughs> to lose games. And that's not a team I want to back in the tournament. Yeah, statistics don't always translate to what you see on the court. Just because people fill the stat sheets with efficiency ratings and all this stuff. Yeah. Like I said, sometimes you're just screaming at the TV when you have them, you know, minus one and a half to score a bucket, please, for four minutes, and they just can't do it. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But that's gambling, folks. <laughs> um, Speaking of gambling, what do you guys think about Marquette? Baden Shaka all tournament long. Suck. They suck. Are they going to lose to Vermont or lose to the winner of uh, USC Michigan State? I think I they them, could lose either game. Oh, I have them losing to USC. All right, so at least you have them moving up up a slot. Okay, okay. I'm just talking about some interesting games that I had here. I mean, One of my, I mean John, we're suing the Albany grads. I can't have Vermont shocking the world in the first <laughs> round. I know, I know. Against Marquette, even though that would be great I would love because it I hate so Shaka, much. but I, I can't so have much. Vermont doing that. To be you honest, I want Shaka around for as long as possible so I can fade him in every single <laughs> game he coaches in. <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, I love fading America East teams in the tournament. We stink <laughs> compared to real. <laughs> it's not yeah. even close. Like when, won, like when we won the conference or whatever, and we play like when we were at school, it's just it's not even close. I know we play real team. We get stuck with Duke and stuff, but still, it's tough. Other notes I have here is UCLA. I really like them. But they got the injuries, so I'm off off of them. And uh, everyone likes them. Everyone's talking about them, and I not be, I can't back a team like that. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna pick them to beat the Zags. That's what yeah. bothered me about. That's the only thing that bothers me about Duke. How high everyone is on them now because they have the win streak and everything. And I saw Wally Zerbiak's bracket today, and he picked them to be oh Purdue. That's the whole thing. That's the hard click. There's always a hard click in every bracket for me. Like I'm going through and I'm like, I, I, I want to click it. It's, it's hard. It's hard to actually make my hand do it. And for, for me, it was Duke versus Purdue. Everything in my Duke, brain wants me to pick Purdue, but I would like to pass. I think they can beat Purdue. <laughs> I think they, I don't think Purdue will be that tough one. Like Edie's not going to be a problem against them. I don't like I, as much as he is for other teams with lively and Filipowski. 
I don't think he'll be as big a problem for other Duke's a big team. I think Tennessee could be more of a an issue than Purdue for them. Well, that's the thing, right? Like Purdue's going to be they're going to smack the 16 seed, uh, whoever it is, Mm -hmm. whether it's the 20 loss Texas Southern or the FDU team that lost the conference. Uh, they're going to smack Florida Atlantic or Memphis, whoever comes out. I think it's going to be FAU, one of my teams that I like. So they're going to they're going to walk through. I think. Ah, Purdue doesn't really walk through anybody. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Because on the other hand, I was thinking like Duke's going to beat Oral Roberts, even though Oral Roberts have a fun, upset name. Oral Roberts is good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think, I think Duke is going to kill them though. And then they're going to have a tough game versus Tennessee. So then, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be a close spread regardless. So that, that, that one was hard for me to click. I'll be honest with you. And then even if they do advance, they might see Marquette, who you guys don't like. They might see the winner of Providence, Kentucky, if they make it through. I don't know. It's such a tough bracket for me. So I'm really excited about Duke. Do you guys have any closing thoughts? No, FanDuel, you can parlay teams to make the Final Four and to make the Sweet 16. So yeah, light it up. One. Throw a lot of $10 bets in there, boys. Maybe I you're like right. A lot. Maybe you're right, John. Maybe maybe you got your Final Four picks right. Instead of winning your local tournament with your friends and family for $200, you could make some real money mm. with a ten dollar bet. So, so Duke, Arizona, there. Houston, and the Zags. Uh, you could win. You could win three thousand dollars on a ten dollar bet if you pick those four. All right, I'm in. And just make sure to throw the Rangers Eastern Conference champions in there. Yeah, Let's and then go. do all, do so responsibly. <laughs> all right, of course, always. Thank you guys for tuning in with us. We'll be back for the NFL draft. We are. <laughs> we are. I mean, listen, we we. We talked about how I was, I definitely talked about how I'm casual in college basketball. What I'm not casual in is in college football. What I'm super not casual in is the draft. <laughs> Tune in for the draft. We're going to go, we're going to, we're going to be in that draft. We're going to, we're going to be all up and in that draft. We're going to find the bets from Jersey because New York does not believe in NFL draft bets. So yep. we'll get the Jersey bets. We'll lay them all out. I'll drive to Jersey to put the bets in. <laughs> like, uh, we've done it before. We've had to do that d- during tough times before New York got called in. It's not our first rodeo. NFL draft's important. I had my brother place Rutgers bets for me in the Big Ten <laughs> Let's go. You got to <laughs> do what you got to do, man. You got to do what you got to do. So tune in for that. But as for now, you know what it is. We're on our YouTube. If you like like it, subscribe. Like what, you, what we're doing. Let us know uh, if you want any other sports in between. Uh, we'll work on that. I have like World Baseball Classic, a couple things there, but I don't, I don't think you want to listen to that. <laughs> so I, you know, I have those divisions. The Dominican it, Republic to start the tournament, boys. It's not yeah, good we, for the futures. I mean, they killed it today, but then we got the USA got smacked by Mexico yesterday, which is tough. Mexico looks uh, good. I know, but uh, Colombia lost today to Great Britain, so things are moving along there. So yeah, if you want any other sports, let us know. Chips always on the golf. Uh, we got baseball coming up. Always, always some Golf's soccer. Been tough. Because Ram has taken all the fun out of golf betting this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah let us know in the comments, right? Knicks, Jets, etc. on the YouTube page there. We got our own playlist, Winning Picks Weekly. Like and comment this video. Let us know what other sports to talk about. Because as you can tell from us just chatting, we just talked about hockey, baseball, international baseball. We're watching golf. it all, Greg. We're watching we it, all. it all. We mm. watch it all. We bet it all. So if you want to talk about NBA, it, dude, I even, NBA playoffs. NBA playoffs. I, need I forgot about that. I need the Timberwolves to make the playoffs. I need okay. them, John. I need I the like Magic that. to make the, the play-in. 
Okay. okay. I like these obscure bets. If we want to get real crazy, if we want to get real crazy, I could win some real good money if the 76ers somehow pull off the one seed in the East. It's possible. I was looking at today. It's possible. We play the Bucks. We play. You may need some injuries. The Celtics. We play the Bucks. We play the Celtics coming up. There's 10, 11 games left. We're on a little bit of a hot streak. We're three games back. Need the 76ers to make the one seed. That would be lovely. Knicks over 45 wins. That's got to happen, right, John? That's going to happen. That's 100% happening. All right. Thank God. 10 games left. Need five wins. I'm, I'm, I already, I willed, I willed over the Lakers game. Yep. I'm going to will over the Rockets game and the Heat home games. That's, that's two. Perfect. Denver on Saturday at home is going to be a tough one. Let's get it. We need we it. Still, yeah. We still, we go, we, we also, we go to Miami and to Orlando. That, we got five wins, dude. Don't All right. But speaking of the God's ears, speaking of things that absolutely need to be rich, that's the Rangers division. Rangers <laughs> win this division somehow. I am literally f- filthy rich. Oh man, the, it's really Sacramento Kings, huh? I mean, if I, I had a lot, of, I have a, I have every NBA team in the division correctly, except for the stupid Pacific because of the Kings. Kings, Suns, Clippers, Golden State, Lakers. I have, I have Golden State and Phoenix in every single one. So that's my that's my issue there. So yeah, if you want us, if we're definitely gonna have an NBA playoffs episode, we're definitely gonna have a NFL draft episode. Just take the women's USA World Cup to win. Don't even think about Free it. Money. Just bet it. And yeah, so if you want an episode in between those, let us know what you want. Let us know what you think. Like and subscribe. Hit us up. And that's it. We out. Chip Murphy 7 at Winning P Weekly and Extract, etc. We out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.